the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I'm looking forward to today's show. It's an opportunity for me and for you to get to know one of Ohio's Republican Senate candidates a little bit better and to commiserate with someone you may feel you know, but hopefully I'll give you more insight into is Hugh Hewitt, the host of the Hugh Hewitt Show, 6 to 9 a.m. here on 989 The Answer. Uh, Hugh will be here on October the 24th along with Bernie Moreno, J.D. Vance, Jane Timpkin, Mike Gibbons, and... I'm leaving someone out. Josh Mandel. Oh, my. Can't leave Josh out or I'll be in the crosshairs. Uh, For the American Leadership Forum, and you should get your tickets because it's going to be a great event, number one. And it's going to be your opportunity to get to know the candidates and to view their body language. Don't undervalue the body language. They will all be on stage with Hugh Hewitt for a one-on-one, but then they will also be on stage together with Hugh and Aaron Baer of the Center for Christian Virtue. So you can get your tickets at 9890answer.com. I'm Bruce Hooley. This is the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. And unfortunately, I do not have good news for you as it concerns our city, which has been racked by a record pace of homicides that shows no signs of abating. Since I spoke to you yesterday, uh, four new murder victims in the city of Columbus. Nine shootings overnight. This is already the second deadliest year in history, and we are well ahead of the record pace set last year. We are at 153 on homicides last year. The 150th homicide out of 174 was recorded on November the 28th. So this is a bad headline. There are many bad headlines. Afghanistan, southern border. The news on the southern border is not good. There are... Estimates of 10,000 or more migrants crammed underneath a bridge in Del Rio, Texas. The fact that that is being reported, the Biden administration does not like. The visuals are provided by drones that fly overhead and show a mass of humanity. Don't know if you'll see those pictures anymore, at least live pictures, because in a petulant, Uh, oppressive, tyrannical move last night, the Biden administration issued a flight restriction on the drones that are bringing you those pictures. See, there is no problem if you cannot see it. Likewise, you may not feel like crime in Columbus is a problem if it does not touch you in the suburb where you live. But I believe this is an issue that impacts all of our quality of life. You can live affluently in Dublin and Powell and Delaware. I would find it hard to believe that your life would not at some point intersect with areas of Columbus 
that I do not feel safe in anymore. Would you like to go to the state fair? I mean, assuming that there'll ever be another year where you can go to the state fair without a mask or a vaccine or fear uh, holding you tightly in its clutches. If you want to go to the state fair, you're going to have to go perilously close to two areas of town where crime is routine. Linden and the campus area. Uh, Would you like to go down to beautiful new Crew Stadium and catch a soccer game or have a wonderful meal at many of the fine restaurants down there? Perhaps take in a Blue Jackets game. Well, do you feel safe walking the streets of downtown Columbus? Honestly, I don't. I'd love to take my daughter to a soccer game at Crew Stadium. It's not a reflection on the crew. It's a reflection on Andrew Ginther and on the anarchy that reigns in our streets. We have had an alarming number of teenagers shot and killed, cut down in the prime of their life. But to get anybody in a leadership position in the city to care about it, it has to be a teenager shot by a policeman. Unfortunately, yet indisputably, justifiably shot by a policeman. That is what exercises the faith, a.k.a. fake, leaders in Columbus, instead of truly adhering to their calling to change men's hearts through the gospel, I assume at one point in time they were on fire for that. Their fire has since gone out. They are lukewarm now. They are concerned about the symptom and not the cause. They want to parcel out their leadership and their gifts and their influence on things that, sure, are important. Justice is important. Fairness is important. And all those things. But rather than leave the interactions in your own local church and local community to grandstand with media interviews and conference calls and all kinds of fancy-sounding agenda items. How about you do what you're called to do and speak to your parishioners one-on-one about the fact that crime in our city is a problem spinning out of control and the way to solve it is in the home, is in our schools, is in our churches. It's not to picket downtown It's not to pound the pulpit at City Hall and insist that you be heard. You have audiences. How about you work on your own little corner of the world that you've been gifted and in which you've been planted instead of trying to enlarge your own personal brand and put your own stamp on a gospel that doesn't need your spin. So the violence started last night, early on, 3 p.m., 1900 block of North 4th. That doesn't make Christina Johnson's day any better, the woke president of Ohio State. 24-year-old shot dead between 19th and 20th Avenues, 5.40 p.m. Apartment complex, far west side. Another 24-year-old shot dead 
10.30 p.m., carryout, 1500 block of East Main. Man shot, expected to survive. First of three shootings in an hour period. The police think they might all be linked. Somebody might be out there shooting homeless people. Wow. 10.54 p.m., an unidentified victim, shot, pronounced dead. An hour later, East Main, Nelson Road, man lying in the street, died a short time later. Does this mean anything to you as a citizen of Columbus, other than just mm, moderately unflattering to be trying to push Chicago off the top of the pedestal as the most crime-ridden city in the country? Does it impact your quality of life? Does anything anymore? Are you imp- Have you become impervious to the headlines? We are flying tens of thousands of unvetted Afghans into our country from a country where terrorism originated on 9-11. Do you think we're not going to be touched by anything bad here in Ohio? Sure, maybe New York, maybe L.A., maybe some big city, but it won't touch us. Crime is a downtown thing, a Linden thing, a hilltop thing, a far west side thing. It's not a where I live thing. The border, eh, 10,000 people, Del Rio, Texas. That's a long way from here, Bruce. Not going to touch me. Fentanyl is gushing over the border. We had uh, Fairfield County Sheriff's deputies treated last night at the hospital for fentanyl exposure. Hmm, maybe that problem is something I need to worry about. Do headlines impact you? Do you cope by ignoring, cope by praying, cope by venting? I'd be curious to know how you process all these things as they beckon for attention in your world. 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989. It's The Bruce Woolley Show. One of the... Questions every talk show host asks themselves every day when they come to work is, what am I going to talk about today? And when you do news talk, there's never a day where you go, well, there's, there's nothing to talk about. There's always something to talk about. And if you find that you seem to always be talking about bad headlines, well, that's kind of a reflection on our culture. Now, I try not, I try very hard not to make this show a daily gripe session. But when you walk in and there are headlines like Columbus surpasses 150 homicides with four fatal shootings in nine hours, you can't ignore that. You're not doing your job as a public servant, keeping you informed about how dangerous our city has become. But I could be talking about Afghanistan. I could be talking about the southern border. I could be talking about inflation. I could be talking about a lot of bad things. And we hear so many bad headlines. I just wanted to sort of take a longer view of this today. We can talk about any of them individually if you want to. I just would like to know, how much do the headlines impact you? Or are they all bad all the time to the point where now you're just impervious to it? How do you cope? How do you cope? That is what I would like to know. What's your perspective? Landon on the west side is first today. Hello, Landon. Welcome to the Bruce Willis Show. Um, I moved away from the west side 
uh, for three years, and I moved back, and it's just noticeably worse. Um, the crime is just insane. I just noticed. It's demoralizing. I have quarterly uh, season tickets to the crew, and I have two games left. I don't want to go to them. Yeah. I want to sell my tickets. So what do you see when you say you were on the west side, now you've moved back, excuse me, and now it's worse? What do you see to come to that opinion? Uh, the, well, the first uh, night I got back, our convenience store across the street got robbed at gunpoint. Mm. Uh, some guy just walked out and fired the gun like four, four times in the air. It's just stuff like that, I'm, sometimes on a daily basis. Um, it, it's it's just incredible. Like I want to go watch USA qualify for the uh, World Cup. I'm not going. Yeah, I don't feel safe walking the streets. It's killing businesses. These small businesses are losing tremendous amount of customers because they they don't feel safe going anywhere anymore. Well, you're absolutely right, and I I share your disappointment. It's not a strong enough word over that. Uh, I have kids who will tell you now probably five years after the last blue jackets game that we went to that that was one of their most fun enjoyable memories hey remember the night we went to the blue jackets game now why don't we go back because as their dad as my wife's husband i'm first and foremost concerned always with their safety i know there are a lot of things i cannot protect them from we drive in the middle of rush hour traffic to get to school every morning. I can't protect them from an accident on the highway. I can't protect them from COVID. I can't protect them from a lot of things. But I can protect them from somebody who's under the influence of drugs and may want money or may be in an altered mental state coming up and accosting us as we walk to a parking garage. That I can prevent. And that I am going to prevent. There are places that I need to go for work that when I need to go there, I go alone. Would I save gas if I went on the way after work, after I pick my kids up at school? Yeah. But if something bad is going to happen to me in an area of town that I know a lot of bad things have happened before, I'm going to have my wife pick up the girls and... I'm going to go alone. I'm going to pray nothing bad happens, but if it does, I'll know that I didn't put people I love in peril. The judgment on risk is one that if you don't make it, the consequences are dire. Some risks are worth taking, but others are not. And so when our leaders in this community don't evaluate every single action that they take for the associated impact later on, then I get very upset with the fact that they are not stewarding their platform, their position in a smart, effective way. Case in point. What do you think it's done to the morale of Columbus police to not have the officer who saved a life by unfortunately and tragically having to take the life of Micaiah Bryant. Do you think officers who know that officer reacted perfectly to his training? Do you think those officers, the next time they roll up on an explosive situation, 
are going to hop out to try to save a person, knowing that they'll be left to twist in the wind and that their life will be forever changed and they're unlikely to be supported by a civilian review board and a mayor? Or do you think they're just going to stay in the car and watch things unfold and then clean up on aisle seven as opposed to trying to prevent the situation? See, this is why I think we have so much crime in this city because preventive policing? I don't blame Columbus police one bit for not being interested in preventive policing. All the platitudes coming from Andrew Ginther and Zach Klein and Elaine Bryant and everybody else about how they'll have the cops back And what, with a knife? I don't want cops to run roughshod over our community. I don't believe they are. In instances where they do, I want them held accountable to the fullest extent of the law. But you have to have underlings who believe their leaders support them, understand them. We don't have that. In this city, we don't have it in any big city controlled by Democratic mayors because they've prioritized power and getting reelected over effective policy. See, it's advantageous to talk about systemic racism and implicit bias and diversity, equity, inclusion, and every other buzzword. Donors donate to your campaign when you say those things. Voters, often detached from reality, vote for you because they think you care about them. They don't care. You think Andrew Ginther cares, really cares, about what happens on a night like last night where four people get shot dead within nine hours? Do you think these fake pastors who are prattling on about We want this. We demand this. You think they really care about this? If they really cared, they'd be in those communities. Not talking to the people there, but telling the people there. Not not talking to the people there, telling them what they want to hear. But talking to those people, telling them the police are your hope, not your problem. They're your hope, not your problem. Andrew Ginther's not going to do that. He's afraid it'll cost him another term. That's why we are where we are. That's why we're going to stay where we are. That's why it's going to get worse. That's why this year's murder total is going to be astronomical and absolutely dwarf the record total of last year. It's horrendous, but as those of us who have to live with it, we have to be aware of it. Problems, of course, are also national. Bernie Moreno is running for the Senate to help cure those. We'll talk to Bernie Moreno next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.